At Red Barn, our pet food ingredients work overtime. They aren't just there for show. Dandelion greens work to maintain a healthy digestive system. Salmon oil works to enhance the immune system. Green-lipped mussels work to support joint health. These hard-working ingredients support your dog's active, healthy life. Look at the label. We want you to. Red Barn Naturals Pet Food, simply the best. Find it in your local pet specialty store. Visit redbarninc.com slash coupon to save a dollar off your first can. Blog Talk Radio. Totally Whole Radio Station. I am your host, Reverend Dr. Rosemary Cook. Happy Memorial Day. Thank you for listening in. This is our inaugural broadcast, and we're just excited to be able to have this platform so that we can just talk about issues that affect our mental and our spiritual health. Let me tell you a little bit about myself. I am the CEO of Totally Whole Pastoral Counseling Services. I'm an ordained elder in the AME Church, and I teach at Loyola College in the Pastoral Counseling Program. So I'm just excited tonight to talk about achieving wholeness. And the question that I'm raising tonight is, do you want to be well? Because the truth is that Some of us want to be well, but then there are others of us who really don't want to be well. We can only achieve wholeness if we know that we are broken. So the question for tonight is, do we all want to be well? But first, let me define wholeness. Wholeness is a state of harmony, balance, and peace within It's a mental state, it's an emotional state, and it's a spiritual state of mind. Wholeness involves having your mental, emotional, and your spiritual self congruent, meaning that you are not fragmented from yourself, you're not separated or distanced from yourself. Because I found out that sometimes we can be at war within ourselves, We can be divided against ourselves. And the truth of the matter is that sometimes we cannot accept ourselves because we will not look at ourselves. We can't accept our past. We can't accept the things that we are doing right now. And don't get me wrong, I'm not saying that we have to like what's happening right now or like the things that we've done or have have happened in our past. But there's something to be said about self-forgiveness, self-love, 
eradicating guilt and shame. And these are all of the things that keep us divided within ourselves. And the Bible says that a house divided against itself cannot stand. And it's not just talking about a, a physical house, but our spiritual house, our temple, cannot stand if we're divided against ourselves. So how do we know that we're not whole? When we are imbalanced. Some of us will demonstrate self-hatred, low self-esteem, envy, a lack of contentment, always complaining, having problems in relationships, codependency, uh, addictions, perfectionism, and a whole host of other mental health issues, which include depression, anxiety, and anger issues. Is somebody hearing me? But God wants us to be whole. One scripture that I stand on is 3 John 2. And it says, Beloved, I wish above all things that you would prosper and be in health even as your soul prospers. In the Greek translation, it says, Dearly, well-beloved, I pray to God beyond all manner of self that you may be able to prosper. Let me break down what it means to prosper. To prosper in the Greek is pronounced you do, E-U-D-O-O. So that kind of prosperity means that you'll be able to find help on the road. Secondly, prosperity means that you will be able to have success in reaching whatever it is that you're striving towards. Prosperity is that you will find success in reaching. And thirdly, it means that you will succeed in your business affairs. But secondly, that scripture says that I wish that you would prosper and be in health. So what does it mean to be in health? First, it means that we ought to be well in our body. Secondly, health is defined as being true in doctrine, true in what you believe. Thirdly, health is being safe and sound. And the last definition, here we go again, health means to be whole. So wholeness has five Greek meanings. One, it means to save thoroughly, to care or to preserve. Two, to heal or cure. Three, to be strong or to have or exercise force. Four, it means to do well. And the fifth definition means to be in good health, to have sound health, and to be well in body. So the question is, does God want us to be whole? Does God want us to be well? I think so. The question is, do you want to be well? Some of us do and some of us don't. So somebody may ask, Dr. Rose, why do you say that? I'm glad you asked. 
Let's look at the paralytic at the pool of Bethesda. We can find that in John 5, verses 1 through 9. So the Bible tells us something about this man. First, we know that he had an infirmity for 38 years. This man was paralyzed. He was impotent. And Jesus saw him lying in that condition. Jesus knew where he had been. And he knew that he had been in that condition for a long time. So Jesus comes and sees this man knowing he'd been lying there for 38 years, and he asks him this question. Do you want to get well? Do you want to be made whole? So someone is asking, why would Jesus ask him this obvious question? You see the man is paralyzed. He can't get up. You know, he's lying there for 38 years. It would seem obvious that the man would want to get well. It just doesn't make sense to ask of a question that might seem rhetorical to some of us. But the truth is that Jesus always asks questions that have a deeper meaning, a deeper purpose. Jesus wanted this man to consider, before he spoke, consider the ramifications of being well. What would it look like if he were healed or made whole? One point that I want to raise here is that sometimes we can get healed but not be made whole. It's easy for uh, Jesus to lay his hands on us or for us to get in a line and, and get hands laid on and to be healed. But it's another thing to be made whole. Because wholeness requires an inner transformation. It requires transforming of your mind, your will, your emotions, and your direction. So Jesus asked the question, he invited this man to consider whether he was really ready for a brand new perspective. He asked the man to think about, do you want to shift in your direction? Are you ready to embrace a life-altering change? Are you ready for a new paradigm shift? Jesus was about to move this man from dependence to independence. He was about to go from being a victim to being a victor. This man was about to go from surviving to thriving. So the question he asks is, do you want to be well? But you see, sometimes folk don't want us to be well. Some folk will get upset with us when we're well because it means that we're no longer dependent upon them. It means that we no longer need some people and, and some systems because there is a secondary gain in playing the sick role. You can't uh, be well and still uh, have someone else to be responsible for you. So when you play the sick role, that means you don't have to take responsibility for yourself. Uh, when you play the sick role, other folk will have pity on you. Other folk will do things for you. Other folk will take care of you. What about the mentality that, that we see in, in some of our people? 
who are comfortable uh, getting a disability check as opposed to uh, learning how to uh, be in business for yourself. So when you get well, when you get healed, when you get whole, you have to start taking care of yourself. You have to start taking responsibility for your own needs, choose your own destiny, chart your own path, speak for yourself. The question I'm asking tonight is, do you want to get well? Let's think about this for a second. There's a phenomenon called coming to voice. This is where people who were once oppressed, begin to find a different voice and a different language than that which has been given to them by an oppressor. They choose a a different way to describe themselves different from uh, the way systems or structures have described them. Language reflects your reality, but language also creates your reality. What you speak, you will become. So be careful what you say out of your mouth. We ought to examine the language that we use to describe and to define ourselves, and we ought to be careful of the language that we allow other people to use to describe and to define us. So Jesus asked this man, do you want to get well? And the first thing he opened up his mouth and said was, I have no man. In other words, I have nobody to help me. Somebody always gets there before me. I'm always the last person to get my healing. Jesus just asked the man a simple question. He didn't ask him about why do you want to get well. A simple yes or no would have sufficed. But notice, he gives reasons and explanations as to why he is not well or cannot get well. We all know people who make excuses for why they are where they are. Some people want to blame other folk. Some people uh, want to blame the past. But we have to be careful what we are saying out of our mouths. But the deeper question that Jesus was really asking is, do you want to be whole, more whole? Do you want to be more aware of yourself? Do you want to be more internally conscious? Because sometimes we don't want to look at ourselves. But Jesus was inviting this man to look at himself, to look at his past, to look at what led to his condition, to look at how his condition has impacted his perspective, how it has impacted his outlook. He wanted this man to take a look at how he has allowed his condition to become his conclusion. But don't we all do that at times? We sometimes allow our past to define us. We allow our past to blackmail our future. Some of us allow our circumstances to define us. 
We lose a job, and we think that we are failures. We lose a loved one, and we think that we can never continue in life. We lose or we end a relationship, and we believe that there is no one else out there for us. So the truth is that we allow these things to affect even how we see God. I can always remember this story about this young girl that I was counseling at the time. She was about nine years old, and she had been sexually abused by a cousin. So I proposed a question to her, and I asked her, where was God when you were being abused? And she said to me, God was busy helping somebody else. So we even allow our circumstances to uh, define our beliefs about God. But sometimes God will allow negative circumstances so that we can become more aware of how we are living. He uses these circumstances to help us to recognize our need for change. But sometimes we want to wallow in our circumstances and never realize that we can change or never choose to change. So Jesus asked the man, do you want to be whole? But it's up to us to decide to make the steps towards change, to receive the help, to take up our beds and walk. And I see I have some listeners on the line, and I want to open up the lines here. And I want to propose these questions. First, do we, as a people, truly want to be well? Secondly, what's preventing us from being well or from being whole? And what are you doing out there, my listening audience? What are you doing to become well? Or what have you done in your quest to become whole? And I'm going to open up the line for my first caller. Hello? Welcome to Totally Whole. Are you there? Oh, I think she opened up my line. Wow. 
Question or comment? Introduce yourself. My name is Vincent. Hi, Vincent. Do you have a and question? I believe, you, I believe one of your questions was, "Do you want to better yourself, better myself?" Yes, that's the question. Well, certainly I do want to better myself, and I believe your second question was, "How am I going about doing so?" Yes. Well, I started out in 2010 first uh, seeking help in the church because I didn't know what was going on with me. And that's where I started finding answers. And I found it in, um, first of all, fellowship. And I uh, uh-huh. did not know that I did not have a real relationship with God. I I knew mm-hmm. of God, but I did not know that I did not have a relationship with him. But once I started uh, understanding the relationship with him and getting to the word, that's when I started feeling better about myself. And that was the first step to feel better about myself. Okay. And once I got there, I started doing things like taking part in church activities, singing and whatnot. And then um, I started actually believing what I was hearing was God talking to me. And that's when I actually started really doing something, taking part in the community activities and community organizations. And then I started feeling significant. And once I started hmm. feeling significant, I really realized that God was there with me all the time. I just that I wasn't paying attention. And that's where I'm right. I am right now. Steadily learning, steadily trying to improve, and um, hey, going from there. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I'm enjoying the show so far. I got disconnected for a while. I couldn't understand what was going on, but um, so far, so good. Okay. Well, thank you, Vincent. You started doing things, and you started believing some things, believing, believing that God was hearing you, and then you started feeling significant. Yes. Thank you for sharing that. Okay. But you continue your work. Continue being a blessing. You. Thank you for uh, thank you for those questions because you know I really did not realize that I was um sometimes you need affirmation that you are bettering yourself because yes. we can get lost so lost that we're not sure exactly where we are in our quest for happiness. But I'm um, listening right. to you, I realize wow, I am actually on the path that he's laid for me and I, sometimes you need somebody to help you understand that. So thank you. You're welcome. Keep me in your prayers. I will. We have another caller. Hello, you're on the line. Can you tell us who you are? Hello? 
Hello. Welcome to Totally Whole. Hello, you're on the line. I hear some background noise. Hello? Can you hear me? So we want to thank Vincent for that call. He talked about doing some things and believing some things, and then he began to feel better. And I want to throw the question out there again. What are you doing in order to feel better, in order to become whole? Hello? caller hello can you hear me you're on the line so, yeah, he has to go to the nurse, like, every hour or two. Sorry. Can you repeat the question? Oh, my gosh, he has to go to the nurse, like, every hour or two. I can barely hear you breaking up. So some of you might be wondering, how can I get whole? First, you have to recognize your need to be whole. First, you have to look at yourself, look at your relationships, look at where you are in life and ask yourself, am I happy? Am I content emotionally? Where am I spiritually? Am I emotionally or mentally sound? Secondly, we have to examine our relationship with God. It's important for us to get in tune to where our relationship status stands with God. Look, I have a couple of callers still on the line. Let me see if I can let let you in.
We are having some technical difficulty. I see that these calls are dropping. on the air. Yes, how are you today? I'm doing well. Can you introduce yourself? Yes, my name is uh, Reverend Arlene Cahead. Hi, Reverend Arlene. Hi, how you doing? I'm doing great. We're having a little technical difficulty here. I see that I've several callers that were on the line, and but I'm glad you were able to make it through. So did you mm-hmm. want to respond yeah. to questions? Yeah, actually, um, one of the things that I do is faith healing. And uh, oftentimes, uh, when when you were asking the question about why is it that um, a person doesn't heal, or I think something to that effect, or I generally find that people... Uh, a lot of times because of the benefit of getting the sympathy and having people take care of them um, is one of the reasons why people make the decision to remain ill. Uh, There have been times when I have offered people the opportunity to, um, you know, uh, you know, I, I, I do my, do my work with them to help them to facilitate the healing that takes place within their body. And they actually, they, uh, there is a benefit from it. And that's like the only reason that I've, I've found that um, people tend to remain ill because on on a certain level and they may not even actually be aware of it but on a certain level they there is a benefit for them uh maybe they did not feel uh you know taken care of and loved and supported uh at a certain point in their life and the attention that they get from being ill is the is the benefit so and I think it was there. I I don't recall the other question that you asked in reference to that, but that was one of, one of you know one of the things that I do know or that I'm aware of. Yes, yes, and I agree with that. Mm-hmm. Other questions. Mm-hmm. The two questions were: What is preventing us? And I think you answered that for people who get benefit or get sympathy and playing a sick role. So mm-hmm. the question is, uh, what are you doing or what have you done in your quest to become whole? What has been helpful for you? Um, I think that for me, uh, a larger part of it was getting clarity on what it was that uh, that I was supposed to be doing with my life or asking the question, what is it that God would have me do? What is it that the source of creation would have me do? And when I began to ask that question, uh, my life began to take on um, a transformation. Uh, I ended up having business partnerships um, with people who you know, I, I don't think I would have um, met before. Um, 
I was, uh, you know, when I would receive my messages from God, I would, it was almost as if, you know, it was almost in segments as I look back on it, where I would call up, um, I was told to call up uh, one of the people who happens to be my business partner, which is Reverend Harvey, and and just sort of a, have an establishment of a friendship with him. And then a few months, a few months later, I had a business partnership. Um, okay. In addition to that, in addition to that, uh, there were other other people who came into my life that that helped to build, you know, build the vision that that uh, that God had planned for me. So I think that for me, that was what worked for me. And once I got clarity on what it is that I'm supposed to be doing here, um, it it has allowed me to, you know, come from a more stronger foundation than I had originally had. It was almost as if everything else had to fall apart in order to, in order to have a new life, a stronger life, a better life than the one that I had before. Okay. Well, thank you so much. I have some other calls on the line, but thank you for sharing your perspective. You said that once you gain clarity of your purpose, then doors open for God to bring people into your life and for you to walk into your purpose. Thank you so much, Reverend Arlene. Thank you. Hello, you're on the air. Hello. Hello, welcome to Tolly Hall. You're on the air. Paula, can you hear me? Welcome to Tolly Hole. Are you on the line? 
I want to say, if you press 1, that will allow you to go live on the air. I don't know if the instructions are not clear because I'm seeing several drop calls and I'm not understanding what's happening. I see the callers, but when I go to the line, people are not there. Hello? Hello, welcome to Totally Whole. Hi, Dr. Cook. Hi. Who am I speaking with? Hi, Pastor Bridget. Thank you for calling in. Oh, awesome, awesome subject matter tonight. What a powerful discussion on being hold, and thank you for the opportunity to allow us to call Mm -hmm. in and to um, also gain some insight and to... um, get some pointers on what it is to be whole and and what prevents us. And one of the things um, I found in um, folks getting hold, and even uh, myself at some point, and that is fear sometimes. Sometimes it's fear of of the unknown and what it would look like um, to be whole and especially for someone who has been in a situation where they have been in such a dysfunctional and broken uh, condition. And you Mm. did bring up the the man who was at the pool, and he had been like that for so many years. And so sometimes we act out of that which we know and which we are comfortable and familiar with. And as you know, change can be something so hard you know, as simple as it it sounds and as it appears to be in some cases, but change for others can be very hard. And so I found one of the things that that could be a barrier is fear of the unknown and, and fear of venturing out. And sometimes it's because of, you know, your own past pain of what it was when you did try to, to become a whole and healed person and some of the setbacks. Uh, that may have occurred um, in the past that can hold someone back from really experiencing um, what it is to be totally whole and and healed and healthy. So um, that's one of the things. And I think also, um, you know, not having enough security and trusting God that God wow. is definitely going to carry you through and that he is not going to forsake you and that he'll be there, you know, for you, right? And so uh, sometimes people, because of a lack of trust um, and, again, uh, reverting back to, to past experiences, that's something that I do know and, and even, you know, counseling people and, and looking at my own life and my own journey. Um, that's, yeah, one of the hindrance. Well, thank you so much, Pastor Bridget. I want to get to and some other callers. Thank you for your okay. input. Okay. All okay. right. God bless. All right. Welcome to Tolly Hole. Hello. Welcome to Tolly Hole. Oh, 
I want to thank my callers who called in and who have given their input. Oh, well. Are you able to hear me? Okay. Yes. Okay. <laughs> yeah, you got to press one. Yeah, yeah. Right, right, right. No. No, 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 no. You're not. You're not. No, that's what you said. Press one. So we have about 17 minutes of air time. Looks like I still have someone on the line. to examine our thoughts. Are you holding on to irrational beliefs? Are you holding on to ideas that keep you stuck? Ideas that were handed down to you by others. Beliefs that you chose based on your own bad experiences. Are you holding on to beliefs that you have accepted from others who did not have your best interest at heart? We have to our thoughts so that our thoughts will line up with what is true, what is healthy, what is productive. What does the Word of God say? about you. We have to change our thoughts to line up with what the word of productive. Us to oh we need to change our language. Speak positive selves and about our future. Healthy choices, change our surroundings, people, places, and things. Expose ourselves to new experiences. Experiences that are life. Wanna be well. Sometimes we have to seek counseling, psychotherapy, pastoral counseling. There's no shame in that. God uses skilled clinicians to help us to heal. Some of you might seek spiritual directors, clergy persons. But it's up to us to change our destiny. It's up to us to choose to be well. So I want to just remind you to listen in every Monday evening from 7 to 8 p.m. 
Next week, we'll have Reverend Bridget Goings, who is the co-host of our program. And she'll be talking about having a spiritual checkup. When was the last time you had one? Some of us go and get our uh, physical checkup with our primary care doctors every year. We go to specialists. But when was the last time you had a spiritual checkup? So next week from 7 to 8 p.m., she'll be on uh, talking about that topic. She'll be on uh, my show, the Totally Whole Talk Show program, co-hosting. So every second and fourth Thursday, I'm sorry, Monday, Reverend Goins will be. On next coming Thursday, tune into Reverend Harvey L. Bailey's program called The Inner Consciousness. And on this Thursday, we will be uh, co-hosting with Reverend Bailey, all of the other uh, co-hosts on the healing family healing circle, and we'll be talking about healing from within. So on the first Thursday of the month, listen in with Angela Hardy, the owner of Simple Wellness Hair and Day Spa, and the name of her program is called Total Empowerment. The second Thursday of the month, that's our relationship program, One Love, One Connection, One Us, with Reverend Harvey Bailey and Reverend Arlene Kahut. And on that program, you can call in with any questions that you might have regarding uh, your relationships. And then... Every third Thursday, Reverend Jamel Gilliam will host the Sacred Masculine Show. So tune in to these dynamic programs. Looks like I have a couple of callers. Let me check in to see if anyone wants to uh, answer a question. Hello? You're on the the air. Welcome to Totally Whole. Caller? Hit one if you want to talk. Looks like they've hung up. So I want to thank you for listening in to Totally Whole on tonight. And if you want to connect with me, you can reach me at 410-728-1800. That's the office that I work out of. And we're located at 1701 Madison Avenue. And then I have an office in Towson. And you can call the office number and I can schedule an appointment with you either at the Towson office or on Madison Street, Madison Avenue. If you want to send me an email, my email address is rosemarycook21 
at gmail.com. And you can also visit our website at totallywholepcservices.org. Looks like I have someone on the line. Welcome to Totally Whole. If you want to talk, please press 1 so that I may be able to hear you. Make it right. Make it right. That's why I said you just making it right in false steps. I guess you make it. You can go down a little bit. Hello. Hello. Welcome to Tolly Hole. Hi. I I I spoke earlier. This is Reverend Arlene again. Oh, okay. Mhm. All righty. Well, we're we're about to close. We have five minutes. Uh, thank you for listening in. I'm still uh, looking at the callers that have. Uh, dropped. I'm not sure what's happening here, but uh, I was glad that a couple calls were able to come through. Mm-hmm. I want to close out with this quote. Uh, Plato said, the parts will never be well unless the whole is well. So totally whole is about helping the parts and the whole be well. So it's important for us to look at ourselves and and look at all aspects of who we are mentally, spiritually, emotionally, physically. Those are the parts of us. So our parts will never be well unless we embrace wholeness. 
And it's up to us to examine uh, what are the impediments to our wholeness. What uh, have we done or what are we doing right now uh, as we pursue this journey called wholeness. Because it's really up to us. We uh, should not look to anyone else to do for us what we can do for ourselves. Jesus is not into uh, creating false dependencies, but he wants us to be able to uh, make choices. And he does not uh, force us to make choices, but he invites us to choose health, to choose wellness, and to choose wholeness. So what about you, my listeners? Do you want to be well? Are you ready to uh, take the risk? Are you ready to take off the mask? And we all wear the mask. And we uh, understand that masks hide our pain. It hides who we really are. And Paul Lawrence Dunbar wrote that poem. We wear the mask that grins and lies. It hides our cheeks and it shades our eyes. This debt we pay to human guile with torn and bleeding hearts. We smile and mouth with myriad subtleties. We smile, but, oh, great Christ, our cries, to thee from tortured souls arise. We sing, but, oh, the clay is vile beneath our feet and long the mile. But let the world dream otherwise. We wear the mask. Why should the world be overwise in counting all our tears and sighs? Nay, let them only see us while we wear the mask. So we can be really uh, uh, proficient about wearing masks, but God cannot heal what we conceal because he only heals what we give him. He says, stretch forth your withered hand. And God desires to heal us. So yes, we do wear masks. But if we really want to be well, it's time for us to remove the mask. Thank you for listening. And I'll see you on next... I'm sorry, I will hear you on next Monday evening, 7 to 8 p.m. Do you want to be well.
Hey, Reverend Bailey. I feel great, but I wish that the uh, the audio was working. I was having a lot of technical problems, but I, yeah. Uh huh. Oh, man. 
on the selling point for the house.
Geico presents sharing versus oversharing. Today, Bridget Griffin shared a video of her daily yoga routine, two self-help articles, and her new blog called Build Your Inner Bridge with Bridge. Girl, your sharing has turned into oversharing. No worries, Bridge. Geico has some info worth sharing with your seven blog followers, like how you could save money on your car insurance, update your policy, and report a claim just by visiting geico.com. How's that for building your inner bridge? Bridge, Geico. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. And this is my impression of a drill instructor directing a musical. Town hut! Get those tap heels in line and let me see those jazz hands! Are you bundling your home and auto insurance through Progressive? Can you hear me through those sequins? Bundle your home and auto through Progressive and save. Left, left, left and step ball change. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates. Home insurance provided and serviced by other select insurers.